This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Greetings in Jesus' name. Good to be in the house of God. Man, good to be together the third Sunday of the year. God is good. And this is the year of purification. Man, we have the word from above, from, from our God that he, want, he wants to purify us. And he, he wants a response to his word. And we're going to continue with our sermon series titled uh, Fine Linen. I hope you are, you are taking down notes or you're going back, taking effort to maybe listen to the sermon one more time. I'm quite encouraged to know that uh, many are blessed by what the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to us this season. We heard good testimonies and, and encouraging uh, reports of how the Lord is confirming this word to many. I just want you to know, know this for sure, nothing can work in and for you better than the word. There's no, no other thing. You can search high and low, but you will not find anything else that will work in your life better than God's word. And that is precisely the reason why we must respond to God's word. Are you ready to respond to God's word this morning? You must be, uh, you may be hearing many discouraging reports for, I mean, like, you know, about, about the faith, about, you know, different, different things concerning uh, our faith from around the world, but I want you to know whatever, whatever you hear, whatever you come across, the truth is, the season that we are in, God's word is thriving like never before. The gospel is thriving and flourishing like never before. That's the truth. Amen. And God knows his church. He is building his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. So it's a, it's such a season that we are in and and because of which, uh, you know, I want you to respond to the word like never before. Man, respond to the word. Hallelujah. There's reward in responding to the word. Do not walk from one Sunday to the next as though nothing happened in church. Do not walk from one Sunday to the next. Do not live from one Sunday to the next as though nothing happened in church. Your Monday must be so radically different because God's word hit you hard on a Sunday. And on a Tuesday, you must be so persistently following the conviction that God has placed in your heart. And by Wednesday, you must be effortly, effortlessly transitioning into the newfound conviction of God's word. Amen? Through, the week, uh, through a week, you know, in, uh, during weekdays, if somebody were to meet you, they should look at you and say, you have undergone a makeover, a facelift. Through the week, if somebody were to meet you, they, they should ask you, oh, you had a makeover. You, you have a facelift now. And you should tell them, yes, I go to church every Sunday. Amen. So Sunday to Sunday, I walk in the glory of what God spoke to me. I hope you walked into church today with a prayer. Purify me by your word. Did you pray? Did you pray? This is a year of purification. You ought to pray that every day. When you open the word, you, this must be your prayer. Lord, purify me by your word. When you come for Bible study, Lord, purify me today by your word. Sanctify me by the truth. Your word is truth. 
Amen. If you have not made that prayer, I, I give you this time. You can close your eyes and, and um, talk to the Holy Spirit. Pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Lord. Lord, help us, Lord. Even as we are in your presence, you open your word. We want to hear your word. We are under the voice of the Holy Spirit. We pray that you will purify us, cleanse us, purge us. Let there be a work of cleansing, a washing that happens today in our lives, in our beings, in our minds, in our senses, in our emotions, in our perceptions, in our attitudes, in our pursuits. Cleanse us by your word. Let your word come to us in power. Wash over us. Wash over us, precious word. Wash over us. Thank you, Pa. Thank you, Jesus. We receive it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. First John chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us. You can read it together. That we would be called children of God and such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us because it, does, it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. Man, I encourage you all to learn this, this passage. Say pure. pure. Say purity. purity. Say purify. purify. Say pure. pure. Say purity. purity. Say purify. purify. Hallelujah. Now the emphasis is on purification. The Spirit of the Lord wants to do such a work in our lives. Now even, um, even as we cherish the hope of his coming. How many of you cherish the hope of his coming? And it gets amplified in us. Is it getting amplified in you? Is it getting amplified in you? Does the hope of his coming, is it more than what you had last year? It ought to be. Now that's how you hasten the coming of the Lord. You know that? The, the more hope we carry, the more expectation we carry, we are hastening the coming of the Lord. So even as we cherish the hope of his coming and amplify that within us, the work of purification by the Holy Spirit through the word of God will happen in us. Amen. Amen? So it will continue in us. This, this divine standard of purity must manifest in the church so that the glory of the Lord will shine forth through the church, through you and I, through us, before the world in all its brilliance. Amen? Now I want you to know the church, the, the world has not yet seen how glorious the church is. Do you know that? The world has not yet seen how glorious the church is. But we are going to be revealed. We are being revealed and we are going to be revealed. Even as the, as the day of the Lord is coming, I believe we are, the brilliance of his glory is going to shine bright through us. That's why we have scriptures in the, in the word which goes like this. Darkness covers the earth. Deep darkness the peoples. 
man but the glory of the lord will will shine say shine man so let's let's read ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 husbands i'm waiting for the husbands to respond husbands okay the husbands can say yes sir husbands only few husbands love your wives that's right absolutely one more time husbands love your wives just as christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word that he might present to himself the church in all her glory oh there is a revelation in every word having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that she would be holy and blameless the word sanctify is from the greek word hagiazo okay hagiazo 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 appears around 30 times 29 to 30 times in the new testament scripture just for you to understand how important sanctification is for our god christ has done everything for the church to be that's right to be sanctified he has done everything is done already done everything toward the sanctification of the church that's why the bible says he loved the church he loved the church he loved the church and gave himself up for the church was it done already he loved he loved do not see he loved the church even before the church came into being he loved the church even before the church that's why the bible says for the joy set before him he endured the cross he despised the shame why because he loved the church even before the church came into being so he did everything towards the sanctification of the church because he loved the church and he gave himself up for the church having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present to himself the church in all her glory see the, jesus christ is very particular about how the church must be even as he presents the church unto himself look at that the bible says he is going to present the church to himself nobody else is going to present the bride to him he is going to present the bride any groom done that before did you take the pain of presenting your bride to yourself i don't think any any bridegroom in this place has done that but look at this bridegroom he wants to present the church to himself in all her glory man and he has done everything already done everything he has sanctified for towards the sanctification he has cleansed he has given the word he has loved and given the word for the sanctification of the church so that he can present to himself the church in all her glory amen having no spot is very particular about it having no spot i don't want my bride to have any spot i don't want my bride to have any wrinkle or any such thing but that she would be holy and blameless say holy and blameless so now look at this so this is this is what christ did out of his love for the church 
the act of love came to us like this. He gave himself to us. Now we got to reciprocate that love. We got to respond to his love. The church must respond to this act of love. We must respond to this kind of godly jealousy. Jealousy. Your response to God's word is the biggest form of worship. Not this. Not this. Not this. Not falling prostrate. Not weeping. Your biggest form of worship is your response to God's word. That's why we have scriptures in the Old Testament says obedience is better than what is sacrifice? Sacrifice is worship. So to obey is better than so God deems your obedience to God's word. God deems your response to his word of a greater value than any form of any other form of worship. So when we respond to the word we are we are responding to his law. We are reciprocating his law. We are giving back his law. We are showing him love. So if you're not responding to God's word, so from last Sunday to today, if you have not responded to God's word, you have not responded back to him with love. Now that is serious. That's a serious problem. Did you hear what I said? From last Sunday to today, I'm, I'm breaking down all the other days, I'm taking away all the other days. From last Sunday to today, what God spoke to you last Sunday, if you have not responded to it through this week, you have not given to him your love. Because your response to God's word is your greatest form of loving God. Your greatest act of worship. There's nothing greater than that kind of worship. He places it above any other form of sacrifice. Okay, now, this purity, we're talking about purity. Say purity. Together say purity. One more time say purity. This purity must now show up in every aspect of our living. So when we start responding to godly correction, concerning the, the smallest of things, you will begin to see that area becoming pure in your life. I encourage you this year, this year, give yourself to respond to godly correction, even concerning the small things. I've made that decision this year. I don't want to wait for somebody to come up to me and say, um, no. If, if you can listen and pay attention, now the correction will come to you so softly, so delicately, Without making a big deal about it. And if you can respond to that kind of correction, you will begin to see purification happening in that area of your life. Amen? Decide to make quick changes in your lifestyle. That's a little difficult. Decide to make quick changes in your lifestyle. As and when the Spirit of God begins to show you areas of change. We have to start with ourselves. We have to start in our homes. That's right. Say homes. It's a lot to talk about homes today. How pure is your home? 
how pure is our, is our family can we start can we begin to purify our homes let's start within our families let us purify our marriages say marriages let us purify our relationships you must ask the lord to show you areas you require change when it comes to your relationships take time to tidy up your homes how many of you take time to clean your homes we are talking about the the physical aspect of our house where we tidy up the home from dust and cobwebs and all we got to tidy up our homes from all kinds of impurity you got to cleanse your marriage you got to cleanse your relationships you got to cleanse your parenting you got to cleanse your friendships you got to take initiative see listen in a christian's life nothing will get fixed just like that you know that you know, we have this feeling that things will get fixed just like that that is not true god has given us his word to change the way we live and as and when we respond to that word that's when the change begins to happen if you're going to sleep on the word if you're going to sleep over the word if you're going to sleep over correction nothing is going to change it requires your response to god's word that's when grace begins to operate in your life concerning that aspect of your life so everything about us can be fixed as we agree and declare god's word so if you keep quiet about situations if you if you kind of like you know overlook things things are not going to change but you have to address the issue and speak today we heard about that speak speak to the mountain command it to go be taken up and be thrown into the sea that's when change begins to happen hallelujah don't ignore say don't ignore don't expect if you're ignoring don't expect any sort of fixing to happen in those areas okay now listen how many married people here that's nice how many people planning to get married i'm talking about of a certain age now all the married people and the people who are planning to get married soon just put your hands up together just put your hands up okay i want to tell you something very important those who are planning to get married also can pay attention to this okay so listen very important advice very important information for you very very important information for you your marriage requires more attention than your mobile phone <sighs> amen amen oh he's got it so i'll repeat one more time your marriage requires more attention than your mobile phone you need to be you got to be so sensitive to how your marriage is doing and i'm i'm talking to christian couples i'm talking to couples young and old let your marriage be an example to those around you may others dream to have a marriage like your marriage 
Now you must give attention to the highs and lows of your marriage. Because it is, it is an essential integral part of purifying your marriage. What is, what is purification? Just tell me what is purification. Somebody enlighten me. What, what do you mean by purification? Huh? Making clean. Okay. So how do you make something clean? You wash it. Okay. So when you wash it, what is happening? You're removing the dirt. You're getting rid of the impurity. Say impurity. So now what is an impurity? Anything that diminishes the value or affects the health is an impurity. Right or wrong? Anything that diminishes the value or affects the, the health of something is an impurity. So now when we talk about purification, and now we are talking about purifying your marriages, anything that is causing your marriage to be degraded, anything that is causing the health of your marriage to be affected, that is an impurity in your marriage. And you have to get rid of that. Do not marry your work or your business or your ministry while you're still married to your spouse. I'll repeat that one more time. Do not marry your business, your work, your ministry, your money, your investment while you're still married to your spouse. See, God esteems marriage so highly. Some of you don't know this, so I want to tell you all this. God esteems your marriage, God esteems marriage so highly that he says, he talks about marriage in such a way that he says, you must not deprave each other of yourself, even for the sake of prayer, without mutual consent. The husband must fulfill his duty to his wife and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body but the husband does. And likewise also the husband does not have authority over his own body but the wife does. The husband must fulfill his duty to his wife and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise also the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Stop depriving one another except by agreement. Look at this. Stop depriving one another except by agreement for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer and come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. See, that is how much your marriage requires your attention. The attention that you give, everything else can take away from the attention that is due unto your marriage. Do you know that? The attention that you give everything else can take away from the attention that is due unto your marriage. You now it is terrible to hear about Christian marriages falling apart. Most of the time, the common reason is this, lack of attention. Say attention. Because the cost of neglect in marriages cannot be recovered back. It's a huge cost that you have to pay for neglecting your marriage. Now you, you must be a, a spouse, you must be a husband or a wife who knows exactly what your spouse needs. You must know as a, as a in a Christian marriage, as a 
as a husband or as a wife you know you need to know exactly what your spouse needs from you that's in the sense of what we just read you must not deprive you know you need to exactly know what the person the spouse needs materially physically and emotionally if you nobody has taught you this listen to this marriage is not about getting it's about giving the reason is nobody taught us if somebody had told us before we got married we would have thought twice but according to the word marriage is not about getting it's about giving you cannot deprive how did christ love the church he gave himself to the church amen so that's how we ought to love the husbands you ought to love the wife the way christ loved the church he gave himself for the church he loved the church he gave himself it's about giving and not about getting you got to pay attention to what is going on in your marriage you know some of some christian marriages are like this you know the the husband or the wife or both of them together they drool over what's going on in the other person another person's marriage courtesy social media you scroll through you know all those things and you're like wow look at that couple look at this couple uh, where they going honeymooning they going holidaying they got this car they got that bike they doing that they doing this together uh, so on and so forth they are drooling drooling over that which is not real if you can give that kind of attention to your marriage you can save your marriage see i'm 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 being very practical okay i'm not i'm not saying anything so very theologically uh beyond your reach i'm giving you very because the lord wants to purify every aspect of your life okay let's start with the basics amen now because the it, it, you know it it turns out that the basics are what gets us in a fix if you don't have the basics right we will get us in a in a fix now even as this i was talking to somebody and the person was saying an exclamation from the other person the number of marriages in the church that are falling apart you know why because we don't talk about these things i mean every kid in this church must know this is how a marriage must be you know i i, I saw an interesting video yesterday okay let me try to illustrate that i don't know whether i'll fail but let me see all of you put your okay, take your right hand up okay all of you touch your chin i i asked you to touch your chin and all of you touch your cheek why some of you got it right but most of you didn't and I, i'll tell you why now this is only to illustrate unless we show by example those who watch us are not going to get it so you're going to tell your children you're going to give advice to your children you're going to give advice to young married people you got to be like this you got to be so romantic you got to be you know so loving to each other unless you show that in your own home in your own marriage it's not going to reflect in the next generation and that's the failure sad to say in most christian families we talk a lot we jive a lot all talk and no walk but we got to show by example your marriage must be an example others must dream to have a marriage like yours for all the right reasons not because you're the kind of person who who reveals everything to others no just by looking at you being together they must understand that your marriage is so intact it's so full of joy it's so full of life it's so full of purpose it is so full of god 
I want to encourage you. Do not pretend. Do not pretend. If there is an issue, address the issue. Don't pretend. How long can you go pretending in relationships? One of the hallmarks of a strong marriage is transparency. And no pretense. No pretense between each other, no pretense before people. Do not sweep the issues in your family under the rags. We are experts in that. That's a Malali culture. Somebody is coming home. What will you do? Go to the, go to the storeroom, get the broom and sweep it under the carpet. That's the quickest thing that we can do. Thanks to the robotic vacuum cleaners we have today, things are changing for the better. Don't sweep the dirt under the rags. Don't try to conceal your issues. Expose it to God's word. Ex- open it up before God's word. Seek counsel. Your marriage will thrive in this perverse world only. Say only. Your marriage is going to thrive in this perverse world only if you are aggressively loyal to each other. You got to be aggressively, fiercely loyal to each other. If you are very, very passively loyal, you think you are loyal but it is not showing at all, then... Chances are that your marriage will be affected. In this perverse world, you got to be aggressive about your loyalty to your spouse. Do everything in your capacity to uphold the sanctity of your marriage in this world. That's why we read in Hebrews chapter 13. Let's read that. Hebrews chapter 13, wonderful scripture. Verse 4. Hebrews 13 and verse 4. Marriage is to be held in honor among all and the marriage bed is to be, say undefiled, means pure, that's what it means. For fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. It's to be held in honor. You got to honor marriage. You got to honor the institution of marriage. You got to to honor the sanctity of marriage. Today, we live in a world where marriage is being conveniently replaced by partnerships. These are the words that we, that that replace the word marriage or the institution of marriage, partnership. Mutual consent. So on and so forth. You want to keep your marriage intact, you got to keep your mind intact. What you think with your mind can affect your marriage. What you allow access into your mind can affect your marriage. Somebody, are you listening? I hope you're listening. The things that you allow access into your mind can affect your marriage. If your mind is full of numbers and you know uh, Excel sheets and this and that, that can affect your marriage. If you are always thinking about stock market prices and this and that and all, that will affect your marriage. If you are always thinking about uh, the worries of this world, that can affect your marriage. The things that you brood with your mind will affect your marriage. The things that you allow to enter into your head will affect your marriage. Marriage. 
what you feed your mind has the potential has the power to affect your marriage the jokes that you laugh at can affect your marriage do you know that what are the jokes that you celebrate what kind of jokes do you entertain when i hear distasteful jokes being celebrated by couples especially young couples i feel sorry for their marriage because i know that they are already losing is draining the excitement of their marriage and sure enough before you know it there'll be issues there'll be troubles you know why because there is no sense of uh, honor there's no sense of honor in conversations ephesians chapter 5 uh, oh let's read from verse 3 ephesians chapter 5 verse 3 onwards but immorality or any impurity say immorality what is immorality you don't have to explain in like a, give me a definition or anything it's talking about sexual immorality okay so immorality or impurity or any impurity or greed must not even be named among you as is proper among saints and there must not be there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting which are not fitting but rather giving of thanks for this you know with certainty that no immoral or impure person or covetous man who is an idolater as an inheritance in the kingdom of god king of christ and god hallelujah see this stuff how often do we read these scriptures God is very serious about it. Why 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 must the spirit of God instruct the church to refrain from these things? Because it's a is a true threat. That's why the spirit of God is asking us to refrain from these things. Immorality, impurity, coarse jesting. Silly talk, filthiness. So before you laugh at a joke, think twice. the best way to discourage a person who uses a lot of foul language especially when it comes to humor is to not to laugh at that person laugh with that person but you know if you're pressured what will he feel if i don't laugh he 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 executed that joke with such confidence if i don't give him at least <laughs> he'll feel bad i'm telling you you are only boosting his filthiness silly talk and coarse jesting but if you don't do the huh huh what will happen is he'll think twice before opening his mouth to say something like that another time are you with me now husbands and wives i i want to i say i want to encourage the families and especially couples in this church young and old the kind of jokes that you share the kind of jokes that you celebrate in your homes in your marriage must be so divine man so pure full of wisdom and purity and so funny hallelujah and jesus is not against you laughing he wants you to laugh man he wants you to smile he wants to see you bright not gloomy but if you're going to laugh at all the the wickedness of this world you're 
your life is going to be affected by that. That's what I said. What you allow to enter into your head and what proceeds out of your mouth is going to affect your marriage. Do not engage in mental impurity. Okay, let me talk about this. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to be very refined today. It's not because of, uh, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to make it elaborate. I'm just being mindful of different age groups in this church. But I just wanted to know, do not engage in mental impurity. What you lust with your mind can surface out in your life. Huh? Absolutely. If you don't prevent, if you don't keep a check on that, the things that you lust about, the kind of behavior that you lust about in your mind will surface out. And that's why we see a lot of people getting exposed for all kinds of nonsense. You know why? Because they did not prevent the mental impurity taking over their senses. You have to overcome these kind of things. No temptation has overtaken you except that it is common to man. But God is faithful. He will always provide a way out. If you don't look at the way out, if you are not looking for the way out, you will always be stuck inside that room. It's not because God is not providing you a way out. He will always provide a way out. But some of, some of them have come to a place where they are not looking for the way out. They are okay with the mental impurity. They are okay with the lasting. Receive healing over your mind. Walk in the power of the righteousness of Christ. The only thing that can cleanse your mind, the only thing that can cleanse your emotion, the only thing that can cleanse the way you think is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You got to confess the word. And you need to learn to direct your, your passion to that which is permissible. Absolutely. Amen. You, you, you need to learn by way of discipline. You have to buffet your body to turn your passion to that which is permissible under the word of God. That's why God allows marriage. God designed marriage. It is permit, permitted by God. It is celebrated by God. It is designed by God. And the breach of his code of conduct is not going to help anybody. It's only going to bring in darkness and gloom and brokenness and pain and shame and misery. Now why am I talking like this? I'm talking like this because of the year of purification one. I'm talking like this because I have spoken to people who go through all kinds of issues like this. And sometimes I feel some of them are not able to understand the freedom there is in purity. The power of purity, the, the, the joy of purity. As a church, we must, we must be full of joy. You know why? Because there is such joy in purity. And there is such gloom in wickedness, in perversion. It's so depressing. It will drain life out of you. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. What is the will of God? God's express will over your life is your sanctification. That's why Christ gave himself for the church. So that you will be sanctified. That he might be able to present the church in all her glory to himself. 
Amen. This is the will of God, your sanctification. That is that you abstain from sexual immorality. That each of you know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Not in lustful passion. So look at this. It is a knowledge. Go back to the previous verse, verse 4. That each of you say no. So it is a knowledge. It comes by way of discipline. It comes by way of training. So nobody can, nobody can say, oh, I tried but I couldn't. I can't. You can't because you don't know. If you know the truth, it will set you free. It says that each of you know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in lustful passion like the Gentiles who do not know God. The Gentiles who do not know God, they do not know how to possess their vessels in honor and in sanctification. But you who know God must know this. You ought to know how to keep your own vessel in sanctification and in honor. Because you know that it is the will of God. Because you know God and because you know the will of God, which is your sanctification, you ought to know how to keep your own vessel in sanctification and in honor. And you should not be like the Gentiles who do not know. And that, verse 6, and that no man transgress and defraud his brother in the matter because the Lord is the avenger in all these things. Just as we told you before and solemnly warned you, for God has not called us for the purpose of... Ah. For God has not called us for the purpose of... But in sanctification. Let's read that one more time. For God has not called us for the purpose of impurity, but in sanctification. He who rejects this is not rejecting man, but the God who gives... His Holy Spirit to you. We must have discussions. How can we keep our vessel in honor? We must face questions like that. No, now nobody is concerned about it. No questions. We know it all. We can ask Google. And Google will say something and you will do. Likewise and then you end up in. This is your standard. Child of God, this is your standard. Man, this is your standard. When it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to everything in life, this is your only standard. Your only standard in life. God has not called us for the purpose of impurity, but in sanctification. Just like I said, your marriage needs more attention than your mobile phone. I want to tell you, your children need your touch more than... more than that screen of yours. Your children need your touch. Celebrate touching your children. Celebrate holding them close. Allow them to express their love to you. And you express their, your love to them. 
that's god's plan and now the world is trying to tell you don't do that keep them away keep everyone away social distancing even in the family there's all kinds of nonsense that are that are being taught there's an impartation that happens when you touch may your touch be pure may your touch be pure may your embrace be pure And every time you touch somebody, whether your own children or whatever it is, maybe your brother or sister, let there be an impartation of grace, an impartation of the glory of God, an impartation of godly love, an impartation of purity and holiness, the standards of God. May it flow through you. And be a parent, be a father, be a mother who's given to touching and hugging and, and kissing your children. Let them know love, what pure love is. what true love is what godly love is let them be confident because they have a father a mother who prays for them and who cares for them amen hallelujah and we're not done with this we're going to revisit this we're going to come back to this topic we're going to we are dealing with purity in relationships purity in marriages purity in families yeah praise god are you blessed Are you blessed? Yes. Man, I hope you will you will uh, go deeper into this. You'll go and meditate on these scriptures. Go back and listen to this sermon. It's available it'll be available on our uh, YouTube channel, Revelation Church Official. Uh, but make sure that you you pay attention to what God is saying and respond. Most importantly, respond. That's a show of love unto God. That's the greatest form of worship unto God. Let's give thanks. Father, we thank you for all that you have spoken to us lord through this time thank you for your word which are so rich in this place thank you for your spirit lord who made everything relevant to each one of us lord as we sat in your presence lord your word came to us relevant and rich refreshing and re- reviving cleansing and purging and sanctifying thank you lord Lord, there are those here who, are, who may be struggling in their marriage. There are those, who, who, those here who may be struggling with relationships, Lord. There may be those here, those here who may be going through troubles, Lord, when it comes to their family lives. Lord, I pray that this word will change them. Lord, that, that everyone will have a testimony. Everyone will be an example. Every single person in this church, Lord, those who heard this word today, will be an example of how a godly relationship ought to be. May our marriages reflect the glory of God. May our marriages reflect the love of Christ. May our homes be rid of all kinds of impurities. Not just in the physical but also in the spiritual. Thank you Jesus. the the jokes that we say the the jokes that we celebrate the jokes that we laugh at the things that we see the things that we hear the things that we follow the content that we subscribe to everything matters in the kingdom now help us to get rid of impurity the things that can affect our health affect the health of our marriages affect the health of our relationships affect the health of our families lord that which can diminish the value we pray lord that you help us give us the grace to get rid of those things 
the big cleansing i want all of you to stand up to your feet i want you to pray for your marriages pray for your families if you're not a married person pray for your your marriage or pray for your if you're if you're a very young person pray for your parents pray for you, pray for your home pray for your your parents your your dad your mom your siblings speak a blessing speak blessings i want you to open up your mouth and and take this time to to confess the word of god over your families confess the word of god over your families that my family will reflect the glory of god my home will be known for purity my children will be known for holiness my marriage will be an example in the kingdom of god people will learn from you so there'll be a celebration of pure things honorable things god has called us for the purpose of sanctification not to impurity not for the purpose of impurity but in sanctification this is the will of god our sanctification this is the will of god our sanctification let there be grace in this place lord there are there are those in this place who are from from different homes different towns different cities even different national nations lord we pray that the lord wherever you have placed them wherever you send them lord the world around them will recognize the glory of the lord the the radiance of your the of divine purity will will shine bright from their homes there'll be a city on a hill a city on a hill a light on a lampstand the marriages will shine the families will shine their homes will shine with purity and holiness with the standards of god thank you jesus thank you lord Thank you Lord let there be such an impartation today Lord into our homes the grace of God the grace of God unite us in in godly love let the grace of God unite us in godly love godly love godly love I want husbands and wives to hold your hands hold your hands if you are if you're standing next to your spouse just hold your hands just hold your hands together we're going to we're going to agree that this year we will see is the strengthening and the purging and the cleansing power of God's word take over our homes take over our marriages take over our families that everything that this, the enemy has schemed against the institution of marriage will not prevail over the the families the homes the relationships the marriages in this church it shall not prevail but we will stand tall we will stand firm in godly love in pure love in holy love in divine bliss we'll be bound the, the the families will be bound together husbands and wives in of this church will be bound together thank you jesus if there is anybody here worried about your spouse maybe he's not here she's not here i want you to take this time to pray for your spouse the bible says that an unbelieving husband is sanctified by the believing wife likewise a uh, an unbelieving wife is sanctified by a believing husband pray that, let this be the year god touch that person may this be the year god touch that person blessed be your name blessed be your name we speak the protection of god over our children that they'll be kept from the corruption of this world they'll be kept from the corruption of this world that the wrong ideas and philosophies of this of this perverted world will not enter their heads will not enter their brains but they'll be kept and sanctified by the word of god they'll have a good example to look up to in our homes and in our families thank you jesus
Hallelujah. Let love abound. Let love abound. Let there be correction, Lord, in our marriages. Lord, if there are, if there's, 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 there's any kind of uh, flaws in our marriage, Lord, we pray that this year we'll fix it. We'll fix it. Starting today, we'll fix it by the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll fix it by the power of the Holy Spirit. The, the Holy Spirit will enable each one of us, Lord, to build our marriages, to become, make it better, brighter, stronger. Our homes will be known for unity. Thank you, Jesus. No, we will not allow the enemy to infiltrate our marriages. We will not allow the enemy to, to break down our relationships. We will not allow the enemy to come into our homes and take away our children from the, tr- the truth of God's word. We will not allow. We will not allow because the, the hedge of fire will be around us. Angelic protection, we, we speak over our families. The truth of God's word will set us apart. Will keep us together strong. Thank you, Jesus. We agree. Come on, church. Let's agree on this. Let's agree on this. Let's agree on strong marriages in this house. Strong marriages in this church. Strong, godly marriages. Christ-centered marriages. Christ-centered homes. Christ-centered families. Godly parenting. Godly children. Let's agree on this. Let's agree on this. This year might be difficult for many, but not for us. Because we are walking by the plan of God. The, we are not called to a purpose of impurity, but for the purpose of purification. Sanctification is our right. To this end, we commit ourselves. Thank you, Jesus. May the Spirit of the Lord take over every home. Let's pray for our children. Take this time to pray for your children. Maybe they are here with you. Pray for them. Pray for your children. Pray for your children. Pray for your children who are Maybe your children are married and pray for your children's families, their homes. Pray for them. I believe there's a special grace flowing in this place today. Receive it, receive it, receive it. An impartation of grace, unity, yes. Purity, strong bonding, transparency, confidence. Hallelujah. Receive it. Those of you who are waiting on, a, on the Lord for a, for a marriage or for a spouse, for a husband or for a wife. May you, may you find the person after God's own heart. May you find the person after God's own, God's own heart. That one person the Lord has for you. May that person come appear at the right time. At the right time. In God's time. Don't pursue after emptiness. Do not pursue after emptiness. That which the Lord has denied, do not pursue after it. But open your hearts to embrace the plan, the beautiful plan of God. The good, the acceptable, the perfect, the pleasing plan of God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we receive this grace. May your spirit take over. Our homes, our families, our marriages, our our children, our relationships, Lord. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hello, this is Nishad Dilipkoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.